0: Jonah two says, I called out to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. Hello, and welcome back to Think This Way. This is the podcast of Faith Bible Church. As always, I'm Pastor Bryce. Not as always, but as last week, I have three guests with me. One is an elder, two are deacons, all are fantastic brothers in Christ. I've got Andrew... With the deep bass, I've got David doing soprano, Yeah, (laughs) and I've got Jeff Snyder with us. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for being here, too. So we record these two at a time, so that's the explanation why we're all together here again. And I realized that last week I said we're in Dublin, Ohio, and I didn't explain why that was. We don't just travel randomly for no reason. (laughs) It's just a great spot for a (laughs) podcast. Dublin, man. It's good. Good eats. Good good place. Yeah. We're just outside of Columbus and Dublin, but that is because we're headed on our way to the Basics Conference. That'll be Alistair Bay, Colin Smith, and Herschel York this year. It's this usually Alistair and a, like a few speakers he brings, and usually he brings people from across the pond.
1: Yeah, he tries to bring in outside voices that we may not recognize, that way we can get a good understanding of what's going on outside of our borders.
0: And this is a pastor's conference, and it's at... Alistair Begg's church there in Cleveland. But yeah, it's interesting because he always brings people from across the pond. But now I don't know Colin Smith. I think Kathy knows. Does Kathy, your wife, know Colin yeah, Smith? She
2: does. She really enjoys. I him. thought His, so. Uh, he has, a, I think, a morning show on the 101.5 iWord network that she listens to quite often. He's so,
0: American, is he? Or... He is, but I, I think he
2: sounds still sounds a lot like Alistair Begg. So okay, I'm not sure. so
0: maybe yeah, some. I'm not sure. Maybe he's from across the pond originally. Herschel York is American They're at Southern. Anyways, whatever. But that's why we're here, because we're on our way there, which will be there tomorrow. So that explains it. But uh, Andrew had the great idea, since we had a few more podcasts to record, he said, why don't we just take the equipment with us and record in the hotel? So that's what we're doing right now. And last week for you, although it was a few minutes ago for us, (laughs) we talked about the answer no to our prayers, which is really... One of the most difficult practical questions in prayer uh, when we're answered no. But I also wanted to give the counter to that, which is the answer yes. So we don't want to just be negative here. God really does answer our prayers with yeses too. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, we already believe God answers prayer, of course, yes. But I feel like, for me at least, reminders of that always help. So I thought we'd start just with a question for all you men. Can you think of any examples in your own life of very clear answers to prayer?
2: Um, I think that Kathy and I definitely have one for sure that we can um, uh, that I can talk about, and that was so when Zach was in first grade, he was at ECS, and um, Kathy and I both were working at the post office, so we had jobs where we both at that time did not have Saturdays off. So we were working Saturdays also. We had a day off during the week, but at that time, Zach was in school. So we were basically going six days a week where Zach was either at school or at a babysitter's or somewhere somewhere else. And we just decided that that was just too much time away from his mom, for sure. She was definitely looking for that nurturing time. It also, you know, just uh, um, for me too, it just just wasn't right. So we decided we made the, uh, after some prayer, uh, made the decision to, um, for her to quit and start homeschooling. It wasn't because of curriculum choices that kind of stuff. He was at ECS, like I said, but it was just more time-based type of thing. So um, she quit, and so we lost half of We were making the same amount of money. We worked at the post office, so we lost half of our income. And so we sort of did some of the the Dave Ramsey stuff. We didn't do all of it, but one of his things is you you don't need car payments. You need to get rid of all your car payments. So we got rid of – we paid her car off, and then I I had a car that had a pretty good-sized payment, so we sold it got rid of the payment that we were looking to do to do the thing what they would what he would call buy a beater something that was like three to four thousand dollars that would get you to work and back home and didn't look all that great but we were having some trouble trying to figure out how that was going to work so we were praying about that and it just um so happens that's in air quotes just so happens the (laughs) providence of god is that one of my good friends from high school who was a mission who's decided to become a missionary was moving over to north africa to become a missionary there and he had a a van that Mm he needed somebody to look over or look out after for two years or so until they came back. So we, 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 drive that for them for those two years. So got rid of our car payments, got something to drive, was able to save enough money, be able to even like fix that, that, um, the van up for them. So when they came home, they had even a little bit nicer vehicle than when they left. And so it was just, that was just one of many answer prayers in that time. But that was like a clear one. It was just like that, that quick, we had lost our one car weren't sure what we were going to do, and all of a sudden there was just this opportunity. Here's a so, van out of yeah, the blue. That's, out of the blue, yeah, yeah amazing. Yeah. I, I drove it for yeah. two years, you know, back and forth to work, and
0: we we definitely always look back to that and just see that answered prayer so clearly. Not even a beater, less than that. You paid nothing. <laughs> exactly. You Just had a van. That's an amazing <laughs> sure, answer. Yeah. Mm.
3: So I think for me in my life, looking back, you know, I one that sticks out to me much like 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 Jeff says early on in our marriage um i was very apprehensive and anxious about money and my wife who's very gracious and very sweet and loving and um knows me uh, we prayed to be on the same page about finances um it was a it was a hindrance in our marriage because of me um and so i prayed for the lord to to take that anxiety away um and he did And my wife, very thankfully, um, we are both very thankful to the Lord that we are on the same page as far as finances. And I can probably count on one hand um, the times that we have fought, bickered, whatever, about something in finances in the last 14 years. Uh, So we've been very blessed uh, by that answer of yes, yes. Um, and then I can, I can remember just one from recent memory. Uh, so I'm a district manager. I have 10, 10, guys that work. I say work with me, but they, they work for me. Um, weren't gelling, weren't on the same page, just didn't get my vision for the team. Uh, and so I pray for those guys every day, every week, uh, religiously. And I prayed for the team to come together and kind of man up, uh, and just start working together and, and adapt my vision for the team. And, and it's really interesting on the other side of that. Yes. Uh, I've got some guys on the team that profess Christ and, and um, we've had some great conversations. And, and so that answered prayer of yes is, is a more recent one. And it's been very, I've been very blessed with that. And, and, and the Lord giving me that as I am trying to lead from the front with these men, uh, in the trenches at work and under dish machines, and it's greasy, it's gross, but Um, for the team to come together, um, I I think, based on my prayers for the team and the love that I have for them, uh, that was such a sweet answer to prayer that I was pouring my heart out to the Lord.
1: So I would say mine uh, would definitely be my wife. So I I can think of getting out of the Army and, and praying pretty constantly because i knew i wanted to be married but i didn't want to just get married i knew that i wanted to have that that godly wife that that the lord would want me to have so constantly praying for that and then meeting jess and just realizing that she was she was that um it's been pretty awesome it's not because you know we've been married now 10 years working on our 11th year and it's not because she's you know there to to pump me up and pat me on the back and, you know, cook the meal for me and have a a nice clean house and all that good stuff. It's, it's because she is a godly woman that holds me accountable to what my role is, holds me accountable to what I should be as a father to my children, but also is there to pat me on the back. If I need a good pat on the back, I can think of when dad was sick, she was the one person that got to see me at my ugliest while I'm crying and trying to you know pray through this and things like that and days that I can't pray I knew that she was praying behind me and you know there wasn't a day that didn't go by where she knew I wasn't having a bad day that I didn't get a text message from her with a psalm that she had found that she knew would help me through the day and things like that uh, you know with with the fear of the glares I'm about to get I cannot think of a more godly wife than my wife but that's also because she's my wife. I know you three men would probably argue with me. On I'll that, argue but. that
2: mine's better. So. No, 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 mine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let, let me in, let me in the uh, Mine's better. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, I I think, Jeff does have seniority so here. I, yeah. I, I,
1: I say that with. Would you men like to go again now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we can all
3: be thankful for our wives. I'll be us in line.
2: I would like to go again, real quick, and just in <laughs> yeah, yeah. that that answered prayer about the the vehicle. As I'm thinking this through, and there's all these different answered prayers. At that time was also that it gave us a, a more of a encouragement that this was the right way to go it was uh, you know Kathy to quit her job and mm-hmm. to be able to be with her son and every morning have Bible study with him and, and those type of things it, it was just the confirmation that we were heading in the right direction because there was a, a series of things at all mm-hmm. I, I'm just the budget's a big thing too so this is just a shout out for a budget budgets are good <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah was very helpful too but just it was just a season of answered prayer. That we knew that we were heading in the right direction.
0: I mean, there's a theme here in that we've got money as a related. You've got your wife over here, Andrew. So good job. You won. Okay, The right right answer. Yeah, we're all materialistic, (laughs) and you're godly. But, uh, But just the point you're making there, Jeff, of feeling a confirmation of something you've done, I personally have thought when God does answer prayers in such a tangible, clear way, where literally you've been praying for something specific, and then God answers that specific thing where it's very clear, like, oh, that is exactly what I was praying. Mm. One of the takeaways I've felt is this sense of, whether it's a confirmation of something specific or just, I know my faith should be so strong, and I'm a pastor (laughs) and all this stuff, but listen, just that sense of like, there is a God, <laughs> even the, like, of course I know nice. that, but the reality of it, like he just answered, that's the example I give it for myself too, since I'm not as godly as Andrew <laughs> yet, I was going to mention budget as well, because there have been specific times I can think of throughout my life where, and it's always been 11th hour, and there's no money, mm-hmm. that's always, it's always that way, it's never 10th hour, but it's always the 11th <laughs> hour, there's no money, I remember once in college, uh, actually, campus hours was about to have one of their conferences. I was dead broke. I had no money at all. I had no job, so I'd, I had a scholarship. I was, you know, and they had a food stipend, but I had no money to go to this conference or anything. I'm paying for my gas with the change in my cup holder, you know. And so I'm like, it's like two hundred dollars or something. My hundred. It's probably a hundred, whatever. But I don't have it, so I prayed it, and just went. I guess I don't know. I just won't go or something. And then I get back home. I was living with Will Love or Will Teamer, who was Will Love at the time. He's like, hey, you got a letter. Him or somebody said that. And it's sitting on the table over there in the apartments at USI. And I, it's from USI. And I open it. And oh, would, wouldn't you know it? It's like $150 from USI. No explanation. <laughs> I literally called them. And I said, is this a mistake? Like, it's not my deposit. It's not like it's 150 and she's like oh let me look she's like typing something she's like nope that's yours no explanation hangs up that's it so i was like (laughs) that's from the lord that right there is from the lord and we've me and michaela even in marriage have had some of those instances where you know you don't have money Mm. like are we not gonna eat food or something (laughs) don't worry we eat food i don't as much but i'm trying but and then a check comes in the mail from someone who has no idea and you're like, that's so obviously just a sense that God has mm-hmm. clearly done that. Andrew, I wanted to ask you this question. We're talking mm-hmm. about we pray, God answers our prayer. It's very encouraging. But here's some theology behind it. Why does God do it that way? Obviously, God doesn't need us to pray for it. He knew I needed the money for the conference. He knew that Jeff needed the van. He, he knows what we need. Mm. He could just... Give us what we need. Why does he involve us in that process? Why do we pray and then he answers that prayer?
1: He does so that way because he ordains the ends, but he also ordains the means to the ends. I like
0: that. I like this terminology right here.
1: So, yeah, we know that, that he's sovereign. He's going to create the plan and the path however he needs to. However, at the same time, he has called us to pray. He has clearly, through his word, called us to be in communication with him, to bring our laments, our thoughts, our pains, everything to him, and our requests. And if he's calling us to, to bring these requests to him, then there's a reason for it. And that's because he has ordained the end, but he's also chosen by his sovereignty to ordain the means to the end. And it reminds me of uh, one time... I heard uh, R.C. Sproul talking about uh, the story of Job. Somebody said, well, if the, I believe it's the Chaldeans were to have repented and come to the Lord before the Lord used them to attack Job and take everything from him, would God have still allowed that to happen? And R.C. Sproul said, no but he would have chosen the next group of people next to the Chaldeans to do it because his sovereignty was going to be fulfilled. His plan was going to be fulfilled. That was the ends. The means to the ends could possibly change based off of these things, but the ends are going to happen.
0: With that good theology behind us, and we had talked about something similar, means and ends before, so it's good to get that repetition because that's really hard to grasp, but so important in understanding how prayer works. I want to jump over here to you, David, and ask you a question now. Let's say we've prayed something to the Lord. He's given us as a means. We've prayed it as the means, and God's working the ends. He's answered that request, and it's exciting. It's wonderful. Okay, what is the best thing to do for for us to do after God has answered yes to some prayer we have? Yeah,
3: so I think first um, we give Him praise. I think we've prayed. He's answered yes. Uh, the logical next step is going back to him in prayer uh, and giving him praise. I think we fail to do this as believers with any regularity. I think it's just a, oh, he's answered yes. We can move along. Uh, we can move about our lives. But I think we fail to to thank him uh, for the things that he has given us. Um, I think about, if we don't answer with praise, you know, does that change God's willingness to give in the future? Uh, Those means to the ends. I don't know that that uh, changes anything, but um, for those of you like asking those sorts of questions that, uh, what if I don't give thanks after we pray? I think we just move on and keep praying and, and and let those things. uh, Give thanks right now. Yeah. Give thanks right right now and give thanks. I think the second thing, you know, keep praying. I think, uh, something that I, uh, you know, the NBA playoffs are on. Uh, something that I notice um, is after a player makes a shot, they get all energized. I play basketball on Monday nights, and when people make a nice shot, they 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 run back on defense. They're they're more energized after they've made those shots. So I think I get that same sort of energy whenever I pray, see the answered prayer. I'm like, it works. Like God is good, and and, and you get energized about. God is real and, 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 meeting us where we are. And he does care for us and, and uh, does things for those that, that love him. And so I think we just get energized after that. So, so keep praying. Uh, and then last, I think, tell others, you know, we talked about that last week and, and there's so much encouragement in the, in the answer is no, there should be much more encouragement on our side. If it's answered yes, So we're, we're not going to others for encouragement when it's no, we're, going with encouragement, uh, with a yes answer, and there's great peace in sharing uh, answered yes prayers with other believers. It, it brings us together to enjoy the peace of God that, that
0: He's given us. Do you remember, uh, Andrew, when God provided yes in your life? Like, was it clear in your mind, wow, this is an answer from God of prayer, and how you responded to that, or was that more a thing that happened over time, not as clear?
1: I would say a bit of both. Um it was an obvious answer to prayer. However, seeing how much it affects me and how much it drives me to be a better husband, drives me a better man, I can look back now at year two and see my failures and how gracious Jess was with me through those failures and how it grew us in our relationship. So that that praise and that thankfulness to the Lord grows every year. But um, yeah, I would say it's a bit of both.
0: Yeah, you and me, Andrew, marrying our wives. That was a clear answer to prayer. Uh, I didn't know you back then, but it's, so they say, you were not the most outgoing, gregarious person, possibly. I don't know. is that, that <laughs> I don't, be? I don't
1: think they would define me as that now, <laughs> let alone back then.
0: And I know for myself, too, just the Lord providing a wife was like, wow, I could have married? That's awesome. But Well, like you said, David, I mean, I mean the answer's to prayer that we receive of those clear answers. I mean, you gave some good ones. Even telling others I hadn't thought of that, like that's such a significant... And in a sense, that even comes under the category of praise because that really is a, a way of praising God. It's not like we're bragging like, hey, I prayed yeah. so good. We're just like, wow, God answered these yeah. prayers. And you do see that all through the Psalms. Whenever there's answered prayer, the response is, blessed be the Lord. Yeah. Or here's... uh. I love the Lord, Psalm 1, because he's heard my voice. Mm -hmm. So even this praise, this love coming out of it. Jonah 2, too, that I started with at the end of that psalm. So he says, God heard me. I was in that fish and God heard me. At the end of that psalm is that famous praise, salvation belongs to the Lord. Yeah, and to your point, too, we are all guilty of this. But sometimes you're praying for something so desperately and then God gives it and the shock is so great. Mm. You just forget to even thank God for it, you know? And you don't want to feel all guilty. That's your point. You don't have to go feel all guilty about that. But it's like when Jesus healed those lepers and only one came back to thank Mm -hmm. him. So we should make it a habit to thank him for sure. Jeff, I wanted to finish up tonight by asking you this question. How can we be more aware and alert to answered prayers, especially in light of what I just said, so we don't miss them when they happen and we don't forget to thank God for them?
2: So that's a great question. So I'm thankful and grateful for my wife because as I'm getting older, I forget things a lot <laughs> easier. So I also am thankful and grateful for lists. So I, I I make lists when I go to the grocery store. Still, not on my phone. I make them on pieces of paper so I don't forget. So it's just that what,
0: you have more things to forget. Exactly. That's, that's, really that's really
2: all, all that theme, is. is. Yeah. But, so it's just. A, Making sure that somehow you're remembering what you're praying for. So I think part of what David said was it was really good in that you share it with others. So Kathy and I can now, it's a sweet memories of those back of that back then, of how those prayers were all answered and even to my being able to retire early, which we lost half of our income, mm-hmm. and yet I was still able to retire early, just seeing how that, that answered prayer is just coming back mm-hmm. even more and more. Are still, you know, still going forward. So, we're th- so when you share a, a prayer request, if I go to David or Andrew or you, Bryce, and say, "I'm I'm praying for a friend at work, ex coworker, when I used to work there, whatever." And you guys come back and ask me two weeks later, uh, you mm-hmm. know, how did that go? Did you when you gave this guy the gospel, did that? How did that go? I might even forgot that I even asked yeah. you guys to pray or even been praying it myself, and so I might have missed where. Oh yeah, he was very mm-hmm. you know interested in it, and that. Thank you for praying for that. So allowing others to be a part of your prayer list is very. I think would be very helpful in remembering, and that way you have somebody else to come and ask you to remind you of those type of things also. So yeah. um, and I, I think the list thing, too, because I know that we could be every morning praying for 75 things each day because we're like, you we got so many things that we're praying for, and then we don't have time for to do other things. But just to, so it's hard to remember exactly what you've been praying for. And so there's going to be times when you probably do miss the answer in prayer. Mm. So it's, I just think it's good to have a list or somebody else that you're praying with that or somebody that you've shared that prayer request with that will be able to come and ask you about those things.
3: I, th- I think that's the main point, right? It's keeping short accounts with other people and and having your, your small circle of people that you're confiding in with, with answer prayers or praises or, or, you know, prayer requests. I think it's all about keeping short accounts and, and not being cut off and shut off from, from the rest of the world. You, You need those intimate, deep relationships with people that I know you've come to me and, and asked Jeff's asked me, How's this going? And I'm like, well, I forgot we even talked about that. But it just goes to show that we we do need each other and the body is very alive and and, and very beneficial to us as we remember our prayers and God answering things and, and we haven't given thanks. That that's another avenue to give thanks is when somebody brings something up and asks you about it. Oh yeah, this this is how that went. I'm going to thank God right now for that. So,
1: And also to kind of go off of what you were saying, David, Like we both mentioned it in this podcast and the previous podcast about how important the body is. Like You as a believer are so much stronger and more loved when you're a part of the body and being pumped into the body and having those close relationships within the body of the church. It's much like I can't remember when you said it, I can't remember what the context was of when you said it, but I remember you saying one time that there's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. And if you watch the Lone Ranger, what always happens? The Lone Ranger gets shot, and he's alone. (laughs) So don't be a Lone Ranger Christian. Be a part of the body. This might be maybe a little bit of me being swayed by being an elder, but (laughs) be a member of the body because it's vitally important not only to the body, but also to you. You need to be a part of this so that you can... One, have the accountability of other believers come alongside you. But like we're saying right now, being able to just praise the Lord together for answered prayers is so vitally important to the restoration of your daily soul. To know that you have fellow brothers and sisters coming alongside you that really are so in love with you being a part of this body that we're praying for you and pouring ourselves out to you every single day.
0: And I amen that, but I'm an elder too, so it doesn't count. So do do the deacons agree? Should they become members? Is that important? Very, very important. Yes. Okay, good. You're going to stay a deacon. That's that's a correct answer. Even
1: if if you're not a member, we will still fellowship (laughs) with you and pray for you. Trust
0: me on that. Yeah, that's such a good point, the involvement of the body. Literally today, three people that our small group we've been praying for together who— don't seem to know Christ, and we've been praying for them. Several weeks ago, just as a small group, we just started writing down names of people we're praying for that don't know Christ that we want to share the gospel with or we're sharing the gospel with. We're just trying to pray together about it. And even earlier this week, I was feeling a little discouraged because, you know, just I just felt discouraged about it. And then today, I think Kier knew two people who came. I knew someone who came today. And it was just, again, like, mm-hmm. I thought when that happened, I thought, okay, who in our group is very godly and has been praying about this? You know, <laughs> I mean, I have been praying every day or so about it, but I do think it was this joint effort of everyone praying together. And even your point about the lists, thats however you do it, being able to pray with an expectation that God's actually going to answer. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like lists help, or Paul Miller has those prayer cards. So I've got some prayer cards so that you're praying the same thing so that when God does answer, you actually see it. Mm-hmm. And you're actually expecting that he will answer it because sometimes it's just like general like God, you know, bless all the children in the world and just, you know, save all the nations and which is good. But if he answers it, you won't know. (laughs) So like praying specifically with an expectation, someone listening to this in the past might have thought God doesn't really even answer prayers. Or maybe you've had answered prayers and you just forgot about it. You weren't aware of it, weren't able to thank God for it. Whatever it was in the past that you thought, may God help us all now to think this way.